So, so. Hey there, everybody. Wake, Wake up. up. <laughs> okay. This well. is how Mila wanted to start the podcast because um, in Full House, mm-hmm. when Becky, Becky, Becky and, and Danny, Danny um, are on the San Francisco news show, they sing that. That's their theme song. Yeah. Wake up, San Francisco. So we're still on the uh, lookout for a sweet, opener. sweet new opener theme song, which right. we'll get to later, I'm sure. Anyway, let us introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. My name is Ashley Johnson. Cool. Where are you from, Ashley? Oh, you know, from around mostly the lovely, lovely city of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah, well, I don't know what that voice was. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Los Angeles, California, uh, via Michigan. I. But I only lived. I. <laughs> never heard you say I, but that's cool. I know. That was really weird. <laughs> Not gonna so, lie. Uh, from Michigan, but I only lived there for probably, I don't know how many years of my life, but the beginning years. The beginning. And then my family moved out here. Um, at the moment, I have blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I have blue eyes. Okay, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> I have blue eyes. Sexy, so... I'm about five five, <laughs> uh, skinny fat build. Uh, <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> so not true. Uh, tell me who you are. I'm Mila. Yeah, you are. Um, and where are you from? I am from Montreal. Yes, she is. But I'm really from Los Angeles, just like you. Yeah. We both actually, our families moved to um, Los Angeles uh, the same year, so. We were, like, destined to meet, you and know, that fall. We were. And let us give you a little history on us. How did we meet, Mila? Um, I remember um, in our, like, early years of grammar school. Grammar. That's right. I said that. Um, grammar. Grammar school. Um, well, okay, fine. We call it elementary school here. But, um Oh, my teacher was going through a divorce, and shall we say said teacher's name? Nah, yeah, I don't right. think That's so. Kind of weird. Yeah, that would be not that weird. she would ever be listening. To yeah, because why? I don't think anyone will be. So I yeah. think we're safe. Um, so I guess we could just call him Joaquin. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Joaquin. So Joaquin we'll tell you was story. going through. Um, Joaquin is a friend of ours, BTW, who's probably the only person who's going to listen to this. Right. Okay, anyway. Um, right. So my teacher would leave us with Ashley's teacher's class. And um, since we were so young, we didn't really know what was going on. And, and so for some reason, I was with my class. But as we entered Ashley's classroom, it was as if, like, I was in a whole different place. <laughs> and um, it was super scary. It was as if I didn't know anybody anymore. It's like all the, my classmates were strangers to me. And, um, and then there was this little, like, cute little girl with curly hair and these, like, big blue eyes. She's not talking about me. Um, and I'm talking about Ashley <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> and she was sitting on the carpet, and it was like a little rug in the center of the room. Magic carpet. Yeah, it was a magic carpet. And the teacher had told everybody to take a seat on the magic carpet because she was going to read a story. And Ashley, like, padded next to her, and she was like... Um, and I don't know if, like, I'm, like, like warping the story to kind of mimic, um, like, a Jenny Forrest Gump type of thing here. <laughs> but I swear to you, yeah, I swear to you, like, here, Ash, just, like, do your, like, your little kid voice. And 
Well, now I feel like I'll, what I want it to be was, you can sit here if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it was obviously not what I said. Because right, Forrest no. Gump was not out by then. That came no. out in 94. Right. Um, but I think I told, I mean, she remembers the story a lot better than I do because I have a, a horrific memory. But um, <laughs> I probably just told her to sit down with me. I was like, hey, you can sit here. You can sit here? Is that what I said to you? Yeah, but you didn't say it like that. It wasn't all like <laughs> like mechanical. Hey, do you want to sit? Yeah. Hey, sit. Hey, you want to take a seat? <laughs> I feel like it would be really funny for a kindergartner to say, you want to take a seat? Because <laughs> why would a kindergartner say that? Uh, yeah, no, but it was something like, you can sit here if you want. No, <laughs> that was Forrest Gump. Um, she was like, you can, ch- you can sit here. I think it was like that. Um, that seems really appropriate yeah. and likely. And, and from then on? And then from then on, um, we did everything together. Everything. Except when Ashley was working, which was 90% of our time. That's people. true. So, um, <laughs> you know, you may know her from such hits such as Maloney <laughs> on CBS. And I didn't even remember that was on CBS. Um, uh, American Girl. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, man. These are some gems, you guys. And um, You are missing out if you have not seen them. Uh, Just kidding. Right. Like Meet the Kellys. <laughs> <laughs> These are amazing what you're pulling out. Um, but anyway, all right. beyond all that, you probably don't have any business doing a podcast, but we're doing it because yeah. um, we feel like we have some things... That we could talk about, about this world and everything. But first and foremost, um, (laughs) (laughs) we uh, just saw what we could start talking with, talking about rather. Mm -hmm. Um, We just saw a friend's play. Um, Yes, we did. A friend of ours, his name is Ted Welsh. Mm -hmm. And he is an actor that I worked with on a film called The Help. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was the husband to Hilly. Um... Uh, which was played by wonderfully by Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh yeah. Awesome. So we all hung out on in Mississippi for about two months and which if you see it, you'll wonder why I was there for two months because I'm literally (laughs) for two (laughs) seconds, but I didn't care. I was just having a good time. Um, but anyway, we became really good friends. And so he just moved out here to Los Angeles. (laughs) And so we went to go see his play. Um, and the play is called, Balls deep. Oh my God. <laughs> and do you want to tell us what the play was about? I, honestly. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, I think I can. I think I can, too. It is about... Now, if you could take the Karate Kid yeah. and mix it with King of Kong. Yeah. In some weird, like, throwback... 80s. 80s, like, awesome extravaganza... Mess. And that's, I think, uh, uh, my summation of what the play is. But what, what, what like, maybe yeah. you could be more specific. I think, yeah. I mean, it was basically the Karate Kid, and in place of karate was pinball. <laughs> and it, I don't know why it resonated with me so much. <laughs> yeah, I she was loved giddy. It. I felt like it was basically written for my humor, and it was so silly. Which reminds me of a quote. Someone told me the other day, which let me not, I don't want to mess this it's up. It's not called Balls Deep, by the way. 
What is it called? It's Dang. called the Chrome Warrior. <laughs> so oh, that's different. right. It's called the Chrome Warrior. Why did I think balls deep? <laughs> <laughs> Oops, my mind's in the gutter again. Oh my god. Um, Why did? Wow, that's so different. But I do oh. want to say this quote because I actually really like it, and okay, I okay. felt like it really applies to the play. Okay, wait. Hold on. Let me word this properly. Okay, silliness is the world's most underrated crowbar. Yeah, let that simmer. Okay. <laughs> it's a really good quote, and I felt like it really applied to that play because it was so silly, but I actually think that it had a pretty good message. And Simmering. I know I can hear it. Okay, cool. And it was boiling over. <gasps> yeah, um, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I could give you a quick little blurb on the Chrome Warrior. Um, I can't believe it was called Balls Deep. I'm really sorry, Ted. Yeah, she is did, They did say that in the play. I don't know, did they? He's like, we're balls deep or something like I that. I don't know, dude. Maybe he didn't. I'm when pinball champion Danny is dethroned by the mysterious Chrome Warrior, will he fade into mediocrity or rise to the challenge and defeat his nemesis to win the girl of his dreams? With a little heart and some 80s rock, he might just have a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. And um, it is playing at the uh, Lyric Hyperion Theater and Cafe. And you guys should see it. It's a really good time. Mm-hmm. You guys. <laughs> All <Joaquin>. you guys. <laughs> um, We're going to just keep Yeah, Joaquin, why don't you just go see it with Levi <laughs> or something? <laughs> and Laura. Um, um, super fun. What else can we... Yeah. Um, I've seen another play. Okay. I saw the Book of Mormon. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. How was it? It was excellent. Now, I didn't grow up going to musical theater very often. Um, maybe ever. I did right. see Beauty and the Beast in the theater, and I think that's it. And I love that. Um, mm-hmm. And it is so good. It is just, I, I mean, I couldn't even, it, another silly one, but the message that it had was unbelievable. Right. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are mad geniuses. And I would recommend anybody to go see it. It's just cool. The cast was amazing. The, you know, music is incredible. And I had pretty good seats, which they're, you know, you could sit anywhere. But it was just amazing. And if any of that is true about being a Mormon, which some of it seemed real, and they were just kind of making fun of it. But they were kind of making fun of everybody, right. to be honest. But, um, as long as everyone gets made fun of, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and everyone did. They kind of covered all, all, all the bases. Right. I bet they did. Everything from probably like AIDS to... Uh... Yeah, they, they talked about AIDS. They talked about, you know, curing AIDS with babies Jeez by having... Louise. Maybe raping them. Oh, my God. Yeah, they went there. Wow. Um, you know something I want to talk about? Okay. What? That's exciting. Uh-huh. Well, A... This is our first podcast, and it's Halloween. Which oh is yeah, very exciting. Spooky. Ooh, boo! Oh my god. Um, so uh, on last Wednesday, actually, it's been a week. Um, my friend Mila here, me. Um, she became an American citizen. That's right, I did. She was sworn in. We went down to the courthouse, which was not a courthouse. It was the LA Convention Center. And she Holler. was sworn in with 5,001 other people. Yeah. Or 5,000 other people. 5,000, I was the you one. Were the one. Yeah. Um, and she was sworn in, and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even see me at that point, but um, 
she uh it was amazing actually the ceremony was hilarious because basically there was a guy from uh, who even knows some judge some important guy telling all of us how like in america you have to pull your own weight and (laughs) all this kind of stuff and but whatever it was awesome and um what else oh and then they played a video yeah by you know a message from uh the president um obama just so you guys know you know he's president right now so and should stay president for more years <laughs> um so i don't even know what i was saying yeah they're playing that video yeah um, oh yeah so they played his message to us and which was hilarious because he was like totally reading off of some teleprompter and then the second video was a music video it was pat boone singing yeah Actually, was it Pat Boone? No, that's a way better version of what it was. Okay, no. See, that would be cool. Um, That was not what it was at all. Sorry. But it was an ex-Vietnam... No, it was a Vietnam vet, I think. Or something like that that wrote that song. It is? I'm trying to play it so that we can give give it some context here. Yeah. I don't know who the real singer of this song is, but we gotta listen to this. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I you should pull up the lyrics and sing this, Mila, because now you can actually sing it. Oh yeah, they did. They gave us lyrics in our congratulations envelope. Can you please sing this? Yeah, I can sing it it's with called him. God Bless the USA. The flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died, who gave the right to me. And I'm here to stand up next to you. <laughs> Oh, that was sorry. not good at all. I think that was me. Anyway, that was a little out of control. I'm sorry, because that was my problem. No, nope. She's never out of control. I'm always out of control. Okay. That's true. Wow, I'm looking at the bars of the sound that we just did, and it's, it's like red off the charts, because obviously it was way too loud. Maybe sorry, guys. I don't know why I keep saying sorry, guys, like we have so many people. I don't know. Okay, yeah. anyway. Um, so because of that, the reason I thought of... of of uh, why you became an American citizen yeah. out of Book of Mormon was because now that you're an American citizen, you can vote. And there is a candidate, Mitt Romney, who is Mormon, which I have nothing against Mormons. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I really I don't. don't. I don't think I do either. I remember when I was younger and at home when, <laughs> when my mom would answer the door and the boys would come over and they'd be like, hi, ma'am, can we talk to you about this? Or they ask if you need help with anything. And I remember I would sometimes come home and they would be like painting or like gardening, <laughs> or gardening in the backyard because my mom was like, well, if you guys are here, yeah, I actually do need some help around the house. And they're little like white button down T-shirts. But anyway, 
What are you what are you thinking in this election? Because this will be the first election that you get to vote in, Mila. Um, well, you know, actually, uh, when I was in my teenage years and in college, I was pretty political. And then I became very unpolitical because I got sick of everything. Um, I think because it always kind of keeps you on edge and it's uh, very, like, anxiety-ridden. And I didn't want that for a period of my life. So um, I kind of let go of it just because I also didn't have the ability to uh, change anything because I wasn't a citizen and which is not true, but I just like, I I don't know. I had gotten into my head that I just didn't want to be into politics anymore. So I quit and then I became a citizen and overnight I was like, okay, I care again. But um, okay. Well, it wasn't overnight. That's just, you know, stretching the truth. But here. it kind of seemed like it because I remember yeah. when I came home, I mean, I've been, when I come home every day, if you're here, there will be a bunch of literature on your computer or on the table of you actually doing the work and trying to figure out what is happening. Yeah, I just, um, the idea of just walking into like a polling place and having to make some like decision last minute because I know I would get there very last minute and then everybody will be waiting for like California to close and it'll be like uh, Mila Shaw your first time voter in Burbank California we're waiting for your vote where the heck are you you gotta get your vote in (laughs) because I matter so much um I don't know I got involved in a um in a brief you know brush with politics about four years ago when I was living in New Orleans, and that was the most fun city to be political in, I think just because it was a very checkerboard uh, place, and my neighborhoods were mainly, you know, um, black neighborhoods, so that made it even more, like, exciting at this prospect of having a, you know, a man of color being the president of our country, and that would be, like, a really big point in history you know a really big turning point and I don't know I mean it was very exciting and all that stuff and I even took part in like a calling party and I was like telling people to vote even though I couldn't vote but it was still fun anyway (laughs) I went to all the debates and we used to go to this place called the mother-in-law lounge and everyone would just like come from like you know around the neighborhoods and pile in and watch the debates and like you know boo and cheer and it was a lot of fun so yeah I wanted to become a citizen back then just so I could take part in that particular uh election but that didn't happen so I did it for this year and just in time so I'm excited about it and that was a little long-winded no it wasn't uh um but side note I want to yeah uh Mila moved to New Orleans uh four years ago uh to work with Habitat for Humanity um, when Hurricane, uh, when Hurricane Katrina happened, um, uh, she decided to move there on a whim because uh, they needed a lot of help. So she just packed it up, moved there, and was basically running construction. Not basically, she was running construction sites in New Orleans and building homes uh, for people who lost them. So I'm very proud of her for that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you know, it was just it was just a time in my life that I could 
I don't know. I would never take back that experience just because it was something that I think every person and now, like, looking back on it, like, really every American or anybody, any young person that is living in this country should really go and spend some time volunteering, like, either before or after college. I think it's important. Very important. Because it uh, gives you a lot of perspective and appreciation for things and, you know, and not, like, in that lame way where, you know, it's corny, but it actually, like, puts you to work, you know? Like, right. building... A house. Manual labor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, sweating all day. And that was fun, you know, and I've met such amazing people from that experience. And uh, like my, you know, construction supervisors and I don't know, and other fellow volunteers and stuff. I don't know. I just met a lot of cool people, not only from Habitat for Humanity, but from uh, the Red Cross that was also down there, um, which I also volunteered with and went on some... Uh, late night fire calls right i remember that to house fires um it's pretty crazy and pretty surreal seeing somebody lose like everything like right before their eyes and then you have to like kind of swoop in and you take care of them because sadly there is no government agency that does that for people so that's why the red cross exists basically you know yeah it's all private funded and i don't know it's pretty cool I don't know. We like the Red Cross. We do you like, like the Red Cross? Did you yes. like working for them? I did. Okay. Um, you know, I think everybody has their own politics or whatever, but overall, yeah, I'm for them. Awesome. Uh, what <laughs> <laughs> awesome Red Cross. Uh, what else can we talk about? Yeah, this is Halloween. Um, I know. I'm really excited that this our first podcast is on Halloween. I know. It's pretty cool. Um, pretty 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 cool. That reminds me of in Midnight in Paris oh, when yeah. Ernest Hemingway is like, have you ever made, felt like you were dying when you were making love? Or I don't know, whatever he says. That doesn't sound nice at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> not at all what he says. No, I am sure that's exactly like you were dying when you were making love. All right, whatever he says. And then Owen Wilson goes, I don't know, but my fiance is pretty sexy. And I love how he says that. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but... We were actually just talking about how, okay, so holidays, I really love Halloween. And I really like holidays in general because I like decorating. And we were talking about how every year I'm always like, oh, well, this Halloween kind of sucked. But next year is going to be awesome. Or like, oh, this Christmas was awful. But next Christmas, next Christmas is going to be so cool. And I'm actually going to decorate, you know, and keep putting things off. Right. And I hate that I do that. Um, and then Mila was laughing because she's like, well, I think I probably make it so you don't enjoy holidays. And then I was like, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Totally. I'm like such a downer. You can even hear it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Um, <sighs> yeah. But also uh, that reminds me, man, I feel like such a cheesy host or something. I'm like, oh, that leads me to believe. Okay. But um, your niece, Priya. Right. Um, she was a ninja for Halloween because I just saw this picture. Yeah. And I want to talk about something that, um, could be maybe not okay to talk about, but I want to bring it up. <laughs> so your niece okay. Priya, right? She goes to a Catholic school, which right. already is funny to me. Uh, yeah. It's a Greek Orthodox church. I'm sure that it's Catholic. And your it's family is clearly not Catholic. Right. 
Which <laughs> <laughs> they could be. Um, so Priya is kissing boys at school. <laughs> and she's how old? Six. She's six years old. And right. she's kind of cutting class yeah. and kissing boys, right? Um, okay, wow. I don't even know how that. <laughs> this is like the game of telephone, except that it's just between me and Ashley. And I'm like, oh, Priya, you know, was kissing a boy in school. And then it turned into cutting class and kissing boys behind the wall. And <laughs> She's like, I'm only six. I can't cut class. Except that, like, she claims that they were only fake kissing, which we totally get because wasn't that, like, the name of the game in first grade? Like, mm, and, like, not really doing anything. You're like, you put your mouths just together and then you're like, we're kissing. Um, you're not moving. Actually, that never happened for me. I'm not going to lie. I was either. never kissed as a kid. Um, oh. It's okay. I mean, I wasn't either. You weren't? I remember sixth grade when Michael Sror, that's right, just pulled out Michael Sror, when we were all standing outside and um, standing by the dumpsters. Those weren't dumpsters. Well, those whatever were emergency those things bins. were, emergency bins, they look like dumpsters, you know what I mean. For earthquake. And I remember we were all standing there, and then I remember I was wearing my overalls, a white long sleeve shirt, and then my back braces underneath. Sexy. Sexy. And then everyone's like, kiss her, kiss her, kiss her. <laughs> and then he leaned in, and I got super nervous, and I gave him my cheek. And I was like, that was my, and then I kept saying that that was my first kiss. But really, I didn't do any kissing, just he did. <laughs> I don't remember, actually, when my first kiss was. That's so sad. <laughs> when was yeah, your first kiss? I can't remember my first of anything, so <laughs> I'm, I'm at that place. It's great. <laughs> Do you remember your first kiss? Didn't you also get kissed right in that group when I did on my cheek? Yeah, by Justin Steinmetz-Deer. Oh, Justin Steinmetz-Deer. Yeah. But you actually kiss-kissed, or was it just a cheek kiss? Cheek kiss, you're right. Mm. I don't remember my first kiss. That's really sad. Oh, but I actually do remember when you had a birthday party, which was your, what age? 13th? Me? Yeah. I was 12. It was on my 12th birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. We played spin the bottle. Yes, we did. And there was some kissing happening. Yeah. Which we may get in trouble with your mom if she ever hears <laughs> this. Not that I don't even think it was like that big of kissing. <laughs> I think it was like, we're going to take it slow. I was so scared. I was so scared of everything. I feel like it was like, first round, you have to kiss her hand. You know, and then like second round, it was like you kiss her shoulder. And then, you know, and then forehead and then nose and then like maybe lips. I remember it was super cool. And I was super nervous. Oh, what else? Well, I don't know if we have that much else to talk about. Okay. Um... Um, oh, I did go to a super good restaurant. I did want to talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a super good restaurant that a friend took me to. Right. Called Bazaar. Bazaar. And this is in a hotel called, um, uh, let me look this up, make sure I get this right. SLS. Uh, SLS Hotel um, in Beverly Hills. Not to brag. Yeah. Um, and this. Uh, on the west side of La Cienega. I think so. Yeah. I mean, if anybody comes to... Yeah. If anybody comes... Why am I doing this? <laughs> if anybody comes to... If you're not... Okay. I'm really aiming high because I'm saying now if anybody is not from Los Angeles. So I'm clearly thinking that our audience is going to span across the world. Um, but 
anyway, this restaurant is really cool because they call it, uh, what do they call it? Tapas? It's kind of like a tapas thing, but they make drinks and food with liquid nitrogen. Um, so it's kind of like you, you get everything and it's kind of like a science experiment and they come to your table and this guy's like pouring this liquid nitrogen and then, you know, the, the stuff is flowing over, you know, the table and then it hit my knees and it was cold and then I drank things and I ate things that, and a lot of things were made with truffles and it was just absolutely delightful and I don't think I've ever had such a good meal. I think that was the ultimate in food. And the chef is um, Jose Andres. Andreas? I don't uh-huh. know how to say his name, but I think he's a pretty popular chef. Awesome. Is so he I Spanish? Feel, no idea. Oh. But I feel pretty fortunate that I got to eat Creations by him. And the company was awesome. And I had a really great night. So you should check out Bazaar. Check it out. Maybe we could do food reviews. Okay, yeah. I love food reviews. So we and we can just call that... Uh, Spoons. Because you've always wanted to do a food review thing called spoons. And I then did. it's like, we'll give it how many spoons? Yeah, how many spoons? I would give, well, what out, out of what? How many spoons do we have? We can have as many as you want. Like five? Like okay, one five out of five? Okay. No, I like Okay, five. so I would definitely give Bazaar five spoons. There was absolutely nothing wrong with the meal. Dang. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm that generous with, you know, giving things like that. Okay. So go check it out if you can. Okay. Um, I will. Do we have anything else to speak of, or do we, do we stop here? Maybe we can just stop here. Okay. You know. Should we roll them out with a song? Yeah, roll them out. You want to play that song that you love right now? Yes. Okay, I'll put that in the track. All right. Um, so we're going to listen to a song Mila cannot stop listening to. At all. At all. She plays it every day. I love it. We okay. W- Bye. We love Bye. you. Yeah, we love you, Joaquin. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Laura. And Laura. Yeah. And Levi, too. Levi, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.